having peace of mind with your money does not have to be hard. You just need the right mindset, tools, and system in place to help you get there. Welcome to Wise Up With Your Money. My name's Becky. I'm a financial coach and owner of Family Wise Financial Coach, where I am dedicated to help your family stop worrying about money so you can start focusing on the things you love. And in each episode, I'll dive into money mindset topics and tools you need to push you forward in achieving your money goals. This is Wise Up With Your Money. All right, guys, I know that you are hustling to earn a big enough income that can be enough to pay the bills and put money towards your goals. But are you still struggling to find that extra money? I mean, you work hard, your bills are going out, and by the end of the month, you still don't have anything to show for it. Is that how you are feeling lately? Well, I hear you. So let's talk today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Wise Up With Your Money podcast. If you don't know me yet, I'm your host, Becky, and today we are talking about one thing you have to do in order to find extra money in your budget, okay? Because I know, as my listener, that you are hungry to put money towards your goals and that you are working hard to make a good income so you can make progress on paying down your debt or putting money towards your vacation or actively saving for your retirement. So I know that you know how to make money. So income isn't the reason that you are struggling to find extra money to put towards other things besides bills, right? It is not an income problem. Trust me, people call me all the time who are making good money and they are still saying things like, I have money. I mean, there's a lot coming in, but I'm not sure where it's all going. Or I've heard, I am trying to track my spending and make smarter choices with my money. But honestly, Beck, like my checking account is a mess with so many transactions for so many things that I end up paying my electric late because I didn't even know that it didn't come out. I paid it late because I didn't see it in my checking account. So if you can relate to this, I get it. Trust me, I get it because I help people with this all the time. There are just so many moving parts and pieces that you are trying to keep track of with your money just throughout life, right? Like you got your bills on auto pay. Are they coming out on time? Is it the amount you expected? Um, Or maybe you pay for groceries all the time. So that's in your checking account and you might go out to eat several times a week and that's, you know, times that by whatever a month. So there's all those transactions and oh, you might have had an oil change and oh, you still have to Venmo your friend Sally the money that you owe for girls weekend. Like when you have all of these expenses swirling around in your head and in your checking account, it's completely overwhelming. And honestly, it's chaotic, right? And for some people, they are so intimidated with the thought of trying to control their money that they just quit before they even try. They just toss in that towel and they just say, like, oh, it is what it is. Like, I'm just going to pay my bills on time and just just go about my business. And maybe if I get a better job, I will, you know, find extra money. And they just settle. They live paycheck to paycheck and they settle where they just don't find extra money to put towards their goals because the thought of trying to control their money, the thought of budgeting, just all of that is completely overwhelming and chaotic. 
But please hear me when I say, don't just settle. Don't just settle because you are too overwhelmed and intimidated with sorting through your finances. Trust me, I've been there. I get it. I have started my financial journey and I know what it's like to just try to gather all of your expenses and try to budget, but it just feels like pure chaos. I know what it feels like and I know how hard it is to not know where to start. I mean, your money situation may feel as overwhelming as dumping an entire thousand piece puzzle on your kitchen table where you don't even know where to begin. I get it. Like it can be that overwhelming. But the good news is your money, just like a thousand piece puzzle, can be sorted and viewed clearly as a complete picture once all your pieces are in the right place. So if you want to find extra money to put towards your goals, then you have to put in the effort to sort your money, okay? So how? How do you sort your money so that you can see it clearly and then find the extra money? Well, I am going to answer that, I promise. But let's go back to the puzzle analogy for a sec, okay? Because the way I build a puzzle is very similar to building a clear picture of your finances. So after you dump you know, this thousand piece puzzle on your table and you get done with that initial shock of all the pieces that you have to put together, because a thousand pieces is a lot, trust me, and it's very overwhelming. But you need to start sorting these pieces into groups before you try and put all those pieces together. Otherwise, that overwhelming feeling that you had when you initially dumped them all over the kitchen table, that overwhelming feeling may never go away if you don't start sorting it and you just try to look at it as a whole. So I start by creating two piles. One for the edge pieces that have that one flat side on each of them, and one for the non-edge pieces or the middle pieces. Then I build the frame of the puzzle. Okay, so a small chunk of this big thousand piece puzzle is put together, yay. Then I look at the picture on the box of the puzzle that I'm trying to build, and I sort the middle pieces by distinct colors or distinct things that are in this puzzle so that I have several different piles. So let's say if I'm building an ocean-themed puzzle, then my piles would probably consist of some distinct fish that have specific coloring. There might be red fish or blue fish or rainbow fish, whatever. Just sort those distinct fish in certain piles, you know, so that you start grouping things together. Other things might be ocean blue scenes, right? Like on a a puzzle piece. So you might have a pile with just ocean blue, like there's nothing distinct on them. It just might be ocean pieces. And then maybe you'll have a pile for the shoreline if there is one on your puzzle and so on. Like, so you are trying to group the chaos of a thousand pieces into workable groups. Now, if you do it this way, you can start piecing together each group or section, like the shoreline, you put that together and then that piece is done. And then you look at the distinct colored fish, you know, in the picture, you put those together. And then as you keep doing that, the puzzle starts to get a lot less overwhelming. And you start to see a very clear picture as you put your puzzle pieces into place. 
So similar to a puzzle, you need to sort through your expenses in order to make your money less overwhelming, less intimidating, and you need to sort these expenses to see your money clearly. Because once you can see it clearly, once you build a financial picture for yourself, you will know without a doubt if you have extra money in the budget or not. So I want you to take action right now and sort your money with this exercise that we're going to go through, okay? So that we can roughly see how much extra money you have after the month is done to put towards your goals and the things that you value, okay? So here's what I want you to do. Get a pen and a piece of paper, and at the top of the paper, first, write out what you get paid for the month. So what is your monthly take-home pay? So write that down at the top of the paper. So that's what's coming into your checking account, okay? That's your income. Now, let's look at your expenses. But instead of looking at all your expenses as one group, let's sort it out into three groups so that it's more workable and less overwhelming. Okay, so group one is daily expenses. So when I say daily expenses, what I mean by that are expenses like groceries and restaurants and coffee shop trips. So basically anything you spend your money on day to day, okay? So what I want you to do is think about how much money you're going to spend for the month on these daily expenses. So ask yourself, how many times will you go to the grocery store, like for the month? How many times are you going to go out to eat that month? And just really keep thinking about everything that you'll be doing that month, okay? Then estimate how much you'll need for all of these daily expenses that you just thought about. And then what I want you to do is take out the total amount that you just added up, take out that total amount in cash, okay? So go to the ATM, take out that money, and use cash for all those daily expenses. And when you do this, this minimizes all of those little annoying daily transactions that clutter up your checking account, okay? So that you can see your checking account and see your money more clearly. So on your piece of paper, underneath your income, I want you to write down one line that says how much you'll be taking out for cash for the daily expenses. So it'll just say daily expenses, and then next to it, you'll say like $500 or $1,000, like whatever that total number is, that's what you take out in cash. And maybe you don't carry it around with you all the time. Maybe you cut it in half, but you take out cash to get rid of all of those little annoying daily transactions that clutter up your checking account. And that is how I tell clients to handle their daily expenses, just to declutter their checking so that they can see their money more clearly. Okay, so the next group or subset of expenses to sort through are your monthly bills. So these are fixed expenses that come out of your checking on a regular basis, okay? So examples would be your utility bills, your rent or your mortgage, uh, a gym membership, uh, cable would be another one, uh, student loan payments, okay? So these are just examples of fixed expenses or monthly bills that you are probably getting. So I'm sure you have your own list, but what I want you to do is take your piece of paper and write underneath the line item for daily expenses that we already wrote out. We put a number next to it. That's what we're taking out for cash. Right under that, 
I want you to list out all of your monthly bills in due date order. And then next to each one, I want you to write an estimated amount, okay, next to each bill. So now you have two groups of expenses sorted out and written down on your piece of paper. So we've got your income at the top. We have the daily expenses line that you will be taking out in cash. And then you've you know, organized your monthly bills. Okay. So the last category to sort your expenses in is random expenses. So random expenses are really those budget killers or the big expenses that have burned you in the past. You know, the ones that really made you scramble on how to pay for them because you just weren't ready for them because they're irregular, okay? So that's what I mean by random expenses. So on your piece of paper, underneath the monthly bills, I want you to list out the random expense categories that you need to start saving for now because these expenses are coming up, okay? So one category for you could be like yearly car insurance, okay? It's an irregular bill and it's made you scrambled in the past because it's due once a year. So that could be a category. Another one could be clothing. We are all in need of clothing at some point, right? So, I mean, if you have kids, well, they grow like weeds. So you usually have to buy clothes for them like all the time. Or, you know, our clothes wear out um, and we need new clothes. Or sometimes we get a new job and that may require a whole new wardrobe change depending on if you're like switching careers or not. So that's another example. Other ones could be a car repair fund. Another one could be gifts accounts, or maybe you have like three cats and a dog. So maybe a good idea for a random expense category would be a pet account, okay? So once your categories are listed out on your piece of paper, we wanna start saving for those, right? So determine how much a month you want to start saving for each category. So let's take car insurance, for example. So if you wrote car insurance for one of your random expense categories, and let's say you pay it yearly, we need to determine how much you wanna save per month to cover that bill, right? So let's, to make the math easy, let's say your car insurance is $600 for the year. Now, if you divide that by 12, you would get $50. So you would need to save $50 a month in order to save up $600 for the year to pay for that car insurance. So on your piece of paper, you would write, you know, next to car insurance, if that was one of your categories, you would put $50 next to it because this is monthly uh, and that's it. So it'd be car insurance, 50 bucks. And then you go to the next, you know, random expense category that you have listed on your piece of paper and you figure out how much you want to start saving for each of those monthly. Okay. Now don't just stop once you've wrote it on your paper, make sure you make this a reality and implement this in your life. So go to your bank, open up a separate savings account for each of these random expense categories that you just listed and create auto transfers each month for these accounts to mimic your piece of paper, okay? So let's go back to your piece of paper one more time. If you took the time and sorted your money into these three groups, so daily expenses, monthly bills, and random expenses, if you took the time and grouped your expenses into these three groups, your financial picture is now clear and concise. 
where all of those expenses that overwhelmed you and intimidated you before, I mean, they're now sorted into groups and pieced together like a completed puzzle, right? You see what I did there? There's no more chaos. There's no more pieces scattered everywhere. It's just a nice financial picture for you where your month looks like this. You have income coming in. You have one transaction for the daily expenses coming out. So just one line in your checking account. And then your bills, your monthly bills are coming out on their due dates like they should be because they're on auto pay now. And you have auto transfers going out to your separate savings accounts for those irregular bills and those random expense categories that we listed out. With all of that in place, First, that makes your checking account look easy to follow because you have a lot less clutter. You don't have all those little daily transactions that were cluttering up your checking account that you're trying to sort through, right? So first, it'll make it easy to follow in your checking account. And on that paper, if you subtract your income from all of those three groups of expenses that I just had you sort out, if you do that, when you subtract the income from all of those expenses, you will have your number, that number that tells you how much extra money you have to put towards your goal. It's that number that tells you how much you can put towards your down payment on your first home. It's the number that tells you how much you can start saving for your vacation and your retirement. It's the number that you work hard for to make a better future for yourself. Amazing, right? Oh, and I do have a confession to make to you. If you've never created a budget because of, I don't know, whatever reason, but and you took action on this exercise and wrote these steps down on paper, well, you just created a rough but first budget. Yep, that wasn't so bad, right? And now you know roughly how much extra you could be putting towards your goal. Okay, so I hope that you took action on this exercise. If you didn't, come back to this podcast so that you can take action. But to wrap this up, I know that you are trying to find extra money to put towards your goals among all the other expenses in your checking account. I know that it can be extremely overwhelming and intimidating. So to make it easier to win with your money and achieve your money goals, you need to sort your money so that it's easier to work with and so that you can have a clear financial picture. All right, guys, take action today by sorting your money into these three categories and go find your extra money to put towards your goals so that you can build a better future for your family. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. If you loved this episode and you want to hear more, then be sure to subscribe so that we can hang out again on a regular basis. That sounds nice, right? And if you want to accomplish your money goals even faster using one-on-one coaching with me, then make sure you schedule a free call with me at familywisefinancialcoach.com. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you guys soon.